Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We will now go to the Live Wire with J.D. Fiddy Marlowe. Live Wire Connect. All right, boys, we'll keep it with the Hornets because we had this soundbite slated to play in the first segment of the show, but it was not played. Before we got on the air, Walker and and Colin were talking about a quote from Brandon Miller that salvaged a goose egg in the Rising Stars challenge on Friday night when the rookie said he not only wants to win, but he wants to win here in Charlotte. I know for sure we left off on a great note. Um, you know, we're just going to keep building off those three wins um, and just, you know, hopefully bring, you know, a great culture and a great atmosphere to Charlotte. Now, I think my, my main goal is to win, um, win with Charlotte, um, just win the playoffs, you know, and, uh, you know, like I said, bring back the bring, bring some uh, a great atmosphere to Spectrum Center. Walker and Wes, you two, I mean, y'all, y'all both are, you grew up loving this team and seeing the, and wanting this team to be successful. What does it mean to hear a young player, the caliber of Brandon Miller, say not only does he want to win, but he wants to win and, and bring back the buzz, if you will, to the Queen City here? Well, I mean, you can choose to look at it two ways. You can say, well, what else is he supposed to say? I mean, he's a young player with the franchise. There's no way he could force a trade or force his way out. But I believe him. And I think that this is a young man that's cut from a certain cloth. We've talked about that, how, you know, he's already barking on guys. He's already demanding excellence from his teammates. He's seeing that ownership is going to try to make some moves uh, to help him out with some of the stuff that they did during the deadline. And so I think that when you hear this young man talk, I think he's cut from that old school approach to where he wants to win with the team that drafts him, the team that believes in him. Now, we'll see how that's looking four years from now. But as far as right now, I believe what he's saying. I think this is a young man that's hungry to be a star, but also hungry to win. And I think he wants to do it here. Uh, and the Queen City, so I believe him. The context surrounding this question, too, was about what kind of accolades he wants to achieve just individually, and he was saying he's all focused on winning here in Charlotte, which is nice. I wish we would have gotten something better than a goose egg in the Rising Stars Challenge. If I told you going in, hey, expect zero points scored from Brandon Miller in this outing, then you would be disappointed by that. I wanted Brandon to, I'd go for 20, I mean, that'd have been cool, but I'd like for the world to know, hey, we got something cool down here in Charlotte. I wanted to see something more than what we saw. And that's just not how All-Star Weekend operates. Nobody is there to be 100% competitive unless you play for the G League All-Star team and they're viewed as the tryhards. Those losers. Why are you trying? (laughs) All-Star Weekend. Why? This is ridiculous. Why do you want to play so hard, Uh, Please, are you you sweating? (laughs) You fool. That's how it goes during All-Star Weekend. I would have liked to have seen a bucket made, but he was 0-4, 0-2 from three-point range. Got a block, so there are some defensive stats that he posted, which is surprising considering the weekend. But Brandon telling you that he wants to win here in Charlotte, here's the reason that I'm cool for the most part with what we saw. That guy's as competitive a rookie vocally and just what you watch on the court as we've seen in a long time here. Get the bleep back! Yeah. Like, Brandon Miller is about this, and so I'm not even saying it would be that much of a worry with any rookie that did what he did, but especially Brandon Miller, who is as competitive and letting you know about it constantly, 
we're going to be just fine with his well, mindset. I also think he plays in that game again next year, and I think next year it'll be a different story. Maybe he plays in the All-Star game next year. He could, yeah. Maybe a different one. LaMelo was in the Rising Stars Challenge 2022. That was his lone All-Star appearance. So maybe we get Although, a replica of that with Brandon Miller. If that were to be the case, there'd be like some hack of a host like Bill Simmons talking about how he needs to get out of Charlotte and go play for a winner like L.A. or Boston. Like, that that's going to happen with Brandon Miller, right? Because it happened with LaMelo. I mean, there was this show on ESPN with Jay Will, Keyshawn, and Max. I wonder why they got fired. But and then LaMelo's second year saying he needs to force his way out. Like the same thing's gonna happen with Brandon Miller if he continues this ascension towards the top of the rookie ladder, right? Yeah, well we we did get it with LaMelo. So you either leave as the star or then you just become a part of the very problem with the culture you play for, which is now what LaMelo is accused of. I hope that doesn't happen with Brandon Miller. I don't I don't think it does. I think they're gonna realize well, we know we're gonna get seven years out of him because there's no way it would be very rare to turn down that rookie extension. So I don't think he's going to do that when that time comes. So we'll, we'll see about some of the accolades coming his way. All NBA, super max, making an all-star appearance and whatnot, first round pick. And so you're right about that. The only reason that that blows up is if the player requests a trade. And we've seen that blow up some contract situations, a decent amount of the NBA. That hasn't happened with LaMelo. I hope it doesn't happen with Brandon or LaMelo and those two guys can coexist with a successful team. Another guy that we expect to uh, record a lot of accolades in the Queen City is Bryce Young. Even after an up-and-down rookie season and in an interview with TMZ, he expressed his confidence and belief that he'll have a bounce-back year in his second season in the NFL. You know, obviously this first year, you know, speed bumps, you know, learning curve, all that. And I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, you lived that, you know, you're the number one pick. So I got to know, where's your, where's your head at? Where's your confidence at going into this next season um, after after the rest of Yeah, um, you know, I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like I've grown and I'm, I'm definitely confident. And that comes from uh, being able to, to play with the, the team that I have, uh, being able to lean on my teammates, um, you know, getting new coaching staff in. I'm excited to get work with them. Um, so again, I, I feel like I've, I've grown, I've learned, I'm excited to improve this offseason, um, you know, get better at some things, and you know, I'm excited for year two. Do you think that in year two, like, you know, the the, fran like the franchise, everybody, the coaching and everything, you, like, you know, you go, you all went through it together. Like, you feel like, you feel like there's some, a, mo a movement that's happening there that, 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 that may shock people. For sure, yeah. Again, it wasn't, it wasn't the year we wanted to have last year, um, some tough times, but you grow through that, you know, I feel like as a, as a team, we, we grew a lot closer to that, um, and you know we're, we're all in that together, and we're all dedicated to turn that around to improve it, uh, being better. So I'm, I'm excited for that journey. And you still between the ears, you still that number one, you know? You still feel that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's um, you know I try to control what I can control, and you know, of course I, you know, I have confidence. But again, at the end, uh, you know I, I, I lean on the people around me. We all have confidence in ourselves. I have confidence in my team, so that's where it comes from. On a scale of one to ten, Walker, how much? Has your confidence swayed and in in your belief in Bryce Young being the franchise quarterback he was drafted to be? All right, so if we're going 1 to 10, the, the drama of how much my confidence has swung, I was so sure that he was going to be a non-fail QB. Like, he was going to come in and just not fail. I didn't know about the ceiling for Bryce, but I felt very good about him not failing. And it was bad last year. Bryce Young failed, along with this team. But Bryce Young failed. I would say... I think it was so terrible, everything around him. It's not crazy change, but it's probably at a four as far as the drama of swinging from one way to another. 
that coaching staff did him zero favors. That offensive line was the exact opposite of what we expected. We thought top 10 unit, or at least top 15, better than average. And they were one of the worst. The only reason they weren't ranked dead last in like PFF rankings or whatever outlet you want to go by with your advanced metrics, it was because they were run blocking okay, but their pass protection was as bad as any pass protecting unit in all of football. On top of bad wide receivers, like it was just a terrible situation, and that's why it's not any higher than what a four is on the on the panic meter. Yeah, so my panic meter on if he'll get better or not, I'm going to put it at about a two. Uh, I'm pretty mm. confident. I mean, I've watched so much football in my lifetime, and yeah, it's no sure thing, but I just feel like I've seen so many rookie quarterbacks that have come out of the gates and struggled. And so I feel like with everything that was going on around Bryce, I mean, not much more could have been expected because my preseason prognostications of him came off the fact that I did think this offensive line was going to continue to improve. I did think this receiving core was going to be at least a decent set of guys for him to start with. I used to call it a a starter kit, so to speak. I had no clue that the offensive line was going to regress and that these weapons were going to come in and be subpar outside of Adam Thielen. And so, uh, but as far as what I think is going to happen this offseason, I think things are going to be upgraded. I like Canales and what he brings. I think he's as good a fit as you could put with Bryce for a second year as you could ask for. I think he's going to finally have the stability that he's looking for. So I'm at like a two. We're going to be scared to go all in on the changes this offseason and talk about how great they are because we were so wrong last year. Yeah. But I do feel good about what's happened so far. If I'm just being honest with the feelings that I feel right now, I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be open. I feel really good. But I also look back at last year and understand, oh, yeah, you you were very wrong on everything that happened. And so maybe you just check yourself before you wreck yourself, <laughs> as the kids like to say.